0: Welcome to the Chair Yoga Podcast with me, Maria Jones, knowledge and inspiration for teaching and practicing chair-based yoga. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Chair Yoga Podcast. In today's episode, we talk about International Day of Yoga and it is a bonus episode to the Chair Yoga Podcast. We will start about saying that this day, this International Day of Yoga, 21st of June every year, has been marked by the United Nations, partly because of yoga's universal appeal, partly to recognize the many benefits of the practice. As mentioned in previous episode, Chair-based yoga serves a purpose greater than asana and, in a way, this refers to the multitude of benefits of the practice more than just any physical activity. Having a day to celebrate yoga means that we create a space where we can showcase what yoga is about, increase awareness amongst those that have never heard of it. Ideally, we want to get as many people involved with yoga as possible. And these days, every year, the International Days of Yoga give us an excuse to shout out about it. So here we are, shouting out about it, International Day of Yoga. My own experience of yoga to start, as I started practicing in the midst of chaos in my life, contributed by a two-year-old baby, who is now a grown-up teenager, who was a toddler at the time and it had its own challenges, of course. And at the same time, I was back in uni, my second time in university doing a degree in nutrition. So during that time of busyness and chaos, some may call it, I found that the mat was a retreat. And as some of you already know from previous episodes, I also suffered from systemic lupus, which led to kidney failure over the course of 10 years. And along with the toddler and studying, I pretty much struggled to find spaces that molded around my needs for the practice. Yet when I was able enough, attending lead yoga classes made me feel amazing. So yoga, even through chaos and disease or illness became this constant. And over the years, it helped me physically to keep my body supple and mobile. And it interrupted stress through all that chaos that I described in my life, proving to be the space that I needed, a space uh, to reflect and reset. Yoga allowed me to observe myself through the ever-changing landscape of my disease, which also created an ever-changing landscape of my mind. The whole purpose of yoga is to still the fluctuations of the mind, and therefore the more you, or the more I practice, the more I was able to meditate in those times of meditation, I was able to reflect upon the insights that I gained from that practice. And it increased my awareness, it increased my ability to regulate and manage. It truly fueled my faith that yet another flare in my systemic lupus will pass and remain hopeful in the face of adversity. And I was glad to have stuck with the practice I love what I do right now this is my job right now I'm not an engineer anymore I have had a kidney transplant and everything has turned out okay so this is my job and I love what I do right now I love that I am able to help people in similar position to myself who are chronically ill and less able through the practices of chair yoga So if you look at my experience a little bit more closely, you will see that there is four layers to this. The physical aspect of it, where it physically helped me, the practice of yoga helped me remain supple and mobile. The regulation aspect of it, my response to stress and life changes the awareness which it brought to my mind and my physical health as well, actually, it made things um, better to manage. So I knew when my lupus was about to flare up, because I was a lot more aware of what was happening in my body through the practice of yoga, as well as regulating my response to stress. And finally, there was this spiritual aspect of it, this aspect of faith, belief, and hope that everything will get better. They are basically the benefits of the practice of yoga for pretty much everyone. This process, this almost four-step process, because most people start the practice of yoga with the asana, with the poses. And over time, everyone realizes, including me, That there is more to the practice of yoga than the poses. There is something that filtrates to everyday life, helping everyone cope, manage stress and adversity. Maybe it is this internal gauge yoga can create through the practices of asana, an awareness that allows us to act on change. And all the while we can get insights and glimpses that help us become better people, help us regulate the fluctuations of the mind. If you are to go back to the pure definition of what yoga is. And all those insights can fuel hope and faith that things will get better as we get better through the practice of yoga, as we get better at managing stress, at managing adversity, at managing the fluctuations of the mind. So currently, I am in another teacher training and I know that I'm rambling a little bit, but currently I'm in another teacher training, a 300 hour yoga therapy training with the Mohans, and it's becoming more and more evident how universal yoga is even more than it did before. How yoga is providing us with a systematic approach that aims to remove suffering, not just the manifestation of it, like in disease and illness, but on a deeper level. If only because the manifestation of it is on a physical level, probably, and that is experienced on the whole person. And it is really the experience that ultimately matters. That subjective experience of ourselves. And that experience is influenced by many parameters, internal and external. And in reality, there is little that we can do about those parameters. They could be environmental. It's like talking about an autoimmune condition, systemic lupus. And imagine that this has a life of its own. And it normally does, (laughs) as I found out for myself. Imagine that you're talking about systemic lupus and somebody tells you what causes it. Well, there is no clear cause of what brings up a flare, what makes it worse, basically. Could be stress in terms of life and changes in your life. So that's fine. Stress it could be environmental stress like sunlight which causes you to flare up as well it could be something internal happening in your mind which you do not know or in your actual physical body a biological process that we are not aware of just yet and cannot stop and It could be actual physical stress. Maybe you got an infection or maybe you hurt yourself in some way or other, that then has a knock-on effect on the disease itself. And it is almost impossible to control each and every one of those parameters. It is not possible to influence those parameters that affect our well-being, yet we are able to have an effect on the response of those changes and maybe experience better health over time and over practice. And that's what yoga does. That's what I am being taught right now, that the healing and maybe you can say the control lies only on our response to what is happening around us. And that is what yoga concerns itself with influencing our experience in order to make our life better, in order to remove suffering. And we can indeed start this practice of transformation with the practice of asana, with the practice of the poses, increasing awareness essential for regulation and for interrupting patterns that lead to suffering through action, karma. And even if we work only on one aspect, we will experience benefits on all the others. So the trick is to keep practicing. So as we come together on this day of international yoga, let's set intentions for a world where everyone practices yoga and recognize the value of yoga for a better world.